Welcome to the Time for You podcast with Erin Woodruff, episode 93. My name is Erin, and my goal is to help you find time for yourself. Life gets busy, and we tend to lose ourselves in the mix of marriage, motherhood, and everything else. Let's rediscover your passions and make some time for you. Hey friends, happy new year. Welcome to 2024. I am excited to start this new year off. Last year was great and this year I is going to be even better. There is so much happening this next year that I'm looking forward to and I am welcoming it with open arms. And I also know it's not all going to be perfect but it is going to be a really wonderful year. As I have been prepping for the new year, I've been thinking a lot about goals and New Year's resolutions as one does. And for me, I did a podcast at the beginning of last year titled Why I Don't Believe in New Year's Resolutions. You can go back and listen to it, but I was listening I was thinking about very similar things and just thinking I just don't like New Year's resolutions and I don't want to do the exact same podcast this year as I did last year but what is something else that falls in line with actually helping people get better The idea of New Year's resolutions and new goals for the year seem really great and then they can be really terrible cuz we'll use them we'll use them against ourselves or we find all of the reasons why we're never going to hit those goals. And so, in this podcast episode, I want to talk about being 1% better in 2024. 1% might not seem like a lot. It might seem really like nothing. But What if you became 1% better in every single area of your life this year and it was a sustainable, long-lasting change? I want to share a story about the British cycling team. You might have heard heard it before, and if it's the first time, I hope I do it justice. This story has been shared in many, many places. One of the places I first heard it was in a book by James Clear called Atomic Habits. And it is an amazing story about the British cycling team. For more than a century, the national bicycle racing teams of Great Britain had been the laughing stock of the cycling world. British riders had managed only a handful of gold medals in 100 years of Olympic Games and had never won the three-week-long Tour de France. And no British rider had won that in 110 years. The team was so bad that it got to the point that some bike manufacturers refused to even sell bikes to the Brits fearing that it would ruin their reputation as a brand. It continued on this way until 2003. In 2003, Sir Dave Brailsford was hired. Unlike any other coach who had previously attempted to coach the Brits with dramatic and overnight turnarounds, 
Instead, Brailsford committed to a strategy he referred to as the aggregation of marginal gains. This entailed implementing small improvements in every area, just 1% better from where they currently were at. This meant constantly and consistently measuring key statistics and targeting specific areas of weakness. In the last two decades since Brailsford was hired in 2003, the British cycling team has changed drastically. British cyclists have now won the Tour de France an astonishing six times. During the past four Olympic Games, Great Britain has been the most successful country across all cycling disciplines. And in the Tokyo Olympics, the UK won more gold medals in cycling than any other country. Brelsford's small gains began with the obvious, such as equipment, kit fabrics, and training patterns and routines. But his team didn't stop there. They continued to find the 1% small improvements in the overlooked and unexpected areas such as nutrition and even maintenance nuances. Over time, these small changes that he's implemented with his team over the last two decades has created a team that is unstoppable. Year after year, they are getting better. In his book, Atomic Habits, James Clear says that this strategy puts the math squarely in our favor when we approach change with the 1% better mentality. James Clear says that habits are compound interest of self-improvement. If you can get just 1% better at something each day, by the end of each year, you will be 37 times better. But the one small caveat with this approach is that for small gains to compound, there must be a consistent day in and day out effort. And this is where it sometimes can feel extremely overwhelming. And we will not be perfect at doing 1% better changes. But when you are determined, the small changes will continue to take place. They'll continue to show up over time. For me, this is one reason why I don't love New Year's resolutions because it puts us in the mindset that we have to drastically change ourselves overnight. We might have an idea of where we want to be at at the end of 2024, but what do we need to do today to be 1% better than we were yesterday? I want to give you some very specific examples for your life and things that you might be able to implement And I want to really focus in on motherhood because I think this is where, for me, I get tripped up because life is consistent as a mom and it's so inconsistent. The chaos factor is real. There are some unique things with being a mom and taking care of kids that don't show up anywhere else in the world except in our homes. The chaos factor is unpredictable and it's real. However, 
there is still more predictability in our kids' schedules and in our own schedules than we realize. This is where you get to look for the 1% better. Where can you get 1% better than you were yesterday? Is it taking your kids outside before lunchtime? Is it staying outside five minutes longer to let your kids run around a little bit longer? Part of the 1% is celebrating tiny triumphs. And this is where you can really hone in on the chaos factor too and realize that was the most chaotic day, but I still did this and this and this. My kids still said thank you. We didn't have any blowouts or throw up today. We didn't have any accidents. We didn't have any tantrums, which is rare. But those tiny triumphs, if we are looking for those, that is part of the 1% better too. We're becoming more attuned to being 1% more grateful, 1% more attentive, 1% more aware of our kids and and of ourselves. So when you're looking for the 1% of where do I even start, Start with areas for yourself. What does your self-care look like? What do your relationships look like right now, whether it's with your spouse or with each of your kids individually or with yourself? Start with each area and you can break it down to as small or as big as you would like. Here are a few more ideas for you to improve the 1% of where you are right now. Drink an extra glass of water. Drink water before or after a meal. Play 10 minutes with your kids before bedtime. Play with your kids 10 minutes right when they wake up. Sing a song every time you have to change a diaper. Tell your kids three things that you like about them when you're putting them to bed each night. Ask for help when you need some help. The hardest part about this is identifying where you actually need help. This could look like asking your spouse to load the dishwasher or unload the dishwasher. It can be as simple as having your four-year-old haul the towels downstairs so you can wash them in the morning. Learn how to delegate and practice. You don't have to ask for help on the giant things that you're not ready to ask for help yet. But you already have a lot of things in your life that you need help with that your kids and your spouse can help you with. And really focus on the progress here and not perfection. Another thing about keeping the 1% at your focus is to write it down somewhere. Put it on a sticky note and put it on your bathroom mirror. Put it as a screensaver on on your phone. Listen to this podcast again. Whatever you need to do, put it in your planner, put it as a reminder on your phone. Remind yourself that you're only aiming for 1% better. If you're doing 1% better, it might not feel like you're doing very much. But at the end of all of it, if you're getting 1% better every day, You really will, like James Clear says, you really will be 37 times better at the end of this year than you were at the beginning of the year. Use planners, habit trackers, or buddy systems to keep you on track. 
celebrate along the way. When you celebrate your very small wins, you want to keep doing those very small things. And one thing that I love about this idea about being 1% better is that it allows for the chaos factor is number one, but also just flexibility. Embrace the flexibility that comes with the 1%. Adjust your goals as needed based on your changing circumstances and your needs. What I'm doing right now in January is going to be very different than what I do in July for varieties of reasons. Seasons are going to change. Kids might be in or out of school. For me personally, I'm going to have a brand new baby at the end of the spring, right at the beginning of summer. And how I'm already prepping myself for some of those changes is so different than how I'm behaving right now. What I'm doing right now is to get ready to have a new baby. But when I have a new baby, the way I treat myself and the way my 1% looks is going to be drastically different than it does right now. So look ahead, plan ahead, and set your expectations accordingly. Another way to keep the 1% better at the forefront of your mind is to involve your family. Set 1% better goals together, whether it's family fitness challenges or eating challenges or reading reading challenges together. Maybe it's just going on a family walk once a week. Whatever it is, Talk to your kids, talk to your spouse, involve them, tell them what you're doing, tell them that you want it to just be a small and simple change. Maybe it's one game twice a week, whatever it is for your family, whatever you feel like is missing right now that you want to add in. Don't make every night a family game night if you're not doing it right now. That will be overwhelming and stressful for everyone involved And it will put too much pressure on you as the mom to follow through. And that's one reason why goals fall flat. Ask your family what they want to do. What would be fun for them? And see how you can implement it into your life a little bit better. When you have your family involved, you can also encourage each other for small wins and celebrate collective progress. You can say to your kids, wow, we've been doing this every week for two months straight. That is such an amazing accomplishment, and we should celebrate that. What do you guys want to do to celebrate? Celebrate all the wins along the way. Make it a big deal because the small things are a big deal. As we dive into 2024, I am just excited for you. I want to hear what your goals are and what you're going to work on to become 1% better. I want to be here to support you and encourage you and to help you along the way. Whatever goals or New Year's resolutions you have or maybe haven't set officially, I want to encourage you to focus on the 1%. How can you be 1% better today than you were yesterday? When you do this, this will help your growth mindset, it will help your long-term sustainability, and it will compound lasting change. So here's my first challenge for 2024, and that is choose one 1% goal to start this new year. Choose one thing where you want to be 1% better. 
There are a million different things you could choose from. I hope you have an amazing year this year. I hope 2024 can give you all of the things that you're looking for and so much more. I'm here for you. I'm here for your goals, for your wins, for your struggles, and to celebrate everything, especially all the very small 1% changes along the way. I hope you have a wonderful week and happy new year. Did you know your personality will affect how you make time for yourself? I've created a free quiz for you to take to see where you fall on the introvert extrovert spectrum. Go to ErinWoodruffCoaching.com and take the quiz today.